And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast. And we're, we've got our network report lined up, so we're going to go straight to the, the, uh, the, the satellite. Uh, we've got uh, our BBC reporter standing by. Mm. Uh, this just into BBC headquarters from Weird History and It's Walkie. The Jetsons takes place in the year 2062, and George Jetson is apparently 40 years old. According to Google, George Jetson's birthday is August 27th, which means that his parents are going to get successfully nasty this year's Thanksgiving weekend. Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. It's go time. Live from BBC Studios... And that was our drinking amaretto. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Definitely drinking. <laughs> off the right off the bottle. Ah, good old Big Daddy. I mean that, that's, that, was, that uh, stuff's like 82% sugar and 18% alcohol. It's like diabetes. <laughs> the diabetes. I I was lucky this week because my wife likes to make rum balls Ooh. for uh Something Thanksgiving, that's what it's for. Hmm. But uh, she only needs eight ounces of uh, rum, so you know, you can you got a case of it, (laughs) (laughs) honey. I got the rum, (laughs) (laughs) so um, where we going? Oh, yeah, we have an interview scheduled with our esteemed guest, Mr. Marshall Manlove, owner and chief personality over there at mysportsreports.com. Hey, Marshall, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, go ahead. No, by all Uh, means. All right, so tell us about Uh, MySportsReports.com. Hang on, my thing just froze there for a second. Hang on. I I find if you keep one hand on it when (laughs) when it's chilly like this, that helps. Hang on. We'll get there. So for quite a long time in my home state of Delaware, I did a sports television show. It's called Delaware Sports. And then when the economy tanked back in 2008, it destroyed my business. At the time, I was doing something else. I'm a hypnotist, as you can see above my head there. And then, um, strangely enough, even though the, uh, the pandemic kind of ruined my business life again, it actually did something that made me decide that I could relaunch my, uh, my sports stuff. And, and what it basically did was make people more comfortable talking on camera from home. Right. And, uh, with the expanded technology, the, the ability to reach a whole lot more people live right away, uh, I decided I wanted to try to uh, launch this again, but r- really the other driving factor was um, I just need some positivity in my life and local sports galvanizes communities, right? We all ra- rally around our local sports teams, whether they're high school club teams, middle school teams, CYO, CYM, and even adult sports leagues. Uh, I don't do anything with the professional or professional sports specifically because it's too political and even college sports is getting that way to some extent, but still local sports 
is still kind of pure, more innocent, and it's a good escape for a lot of people. So really what I do is I just bring in people, try to say as many nice things about the kids that are doing stuff in the community, the coaches, the parents that help out. And uh, I don't really, uh, while I, I cover some sports, I'm not like, uh, like I used to in my old show, do highlight highlight reels and stuff. I don't really do so much about that. It's just really more about saying nice things about people in the community, developing some new relationships and uh, the rest will fall in place from there. So let me get this straight. So you don't actually so wait, you're, wait, hang on real quick though. Your goal is to say nice things about people. Yes. And then get popularity that way. Okay. Yeah. I've, so, so here's, I've taken on a whole different approach and it hasn't worked so far. So here, so Mike just popped up a video. This is something I did this morning with some kids from a local high school and their coach. The coach there at the bottom left of the screen, I actually interviewed some probably 20 years ago on an old radio show that I did. And now she's bringing her kids into the uh, into an interview. So, yeah, just talk about nice about people. Uh, I could probably get more viewers and more responses by not being that way, by being negative. But, uh, you know, the stress of that is not worth it to me. I just find it much more satisfying to, to do it this way. You don't think it would be funny to just, like, kind of, like, completely destroy, like, a high school girl's self-esteem on a daily basis? Like, just, every, just pick, on my head just pick a sport, pick some random kid, just shit constantly on them. You don't think that would kind of drive some viewership? Oh, it could. Uh, I mean, if I just took controversial stands and viewpoints on things more people would watch and those who disagreed with me would watch five times longer than those who agreed with me. So I, I will tell you one thing that, so I referee volleyball in the state of in the state of Delaware and I made predictions about the high school tournament. Right. And I've just been a big advocate for that sport and girls sports in general and the lesser known sports. Most of the sportscasters love to go to the football game, you know, the big high school football games and the basketball games, you rarely see me there because buddy's there. All these sports reporters are there. I'm going out to the field hockey games. I'm standing in the woods in the cross country meets, right? Where these kids get no attention and they, they appreciate it. Right. Um, and you're in shape enough well, that you can well, jog next to them and ask them questions, right? What's that? <laughs> I said, well, and you're, you're still in pretty good shape. So you can jog next to them and ask them questions. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yes, that is correct. So I was making predictions about this volleyball tournament, and uh, they actually kicked me out of refing the state volleyball tournament because I was making predictions. I'm, like, expressing my opinion. I mean, I, I know all these teams. You know, I have an idea who's going to win, but for some reason they thought that was inappropriate because I used the word prediction instead of opinion. But those that particular video got like four times the views of everything else because there was some kind of controversy. And here I am just trying to be as positive as possible. So I just don't want to do that. Uh, it, as it, do, it doesn't matter. Like I make a spelling mistake in, a, in somebody's name the other day and I got trolled. 
saying I was some horrible reporter and all that. So, you know, you just, you tune them out, you delete them and all, and you just go on your way. Uh, I mean, I'm saying is do learn how to spell the fuck. There's always people like that, you know, who just can't, you just live life. What's the word I'm going to look for? They, they live life. They sit in this festering pot of misery and they refuse to get out of it. And they just right. wonder Some why their life sucks, you know? And we hope they're listening. So is there a plan beyond the, the, the hyper local that we're kind of, you're, you're kind of doing right here in Delaware? Are, are you looking to go regional or, or bigger or what, what's your plan in that respect? I have grand plans, man, but I'm almost 60, you know, like the plan I'd really like to have unfold would, would take, I'd be dead probably by then, you know, <laughs> I probably don't have too much longer. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not calling it Delaware sports, although I'm broadcasting on Delaware sports also because I don't want to restrict myself. Uh, other people watch from out of state. I want to try to get as many people involved as possible. So it doesn't have to just be me. I, I invite anybody who wants to help into the fold in whatever they want to do. So uh, write stories, be a sideline reporter, sponsor an athlete of the week. I'll just, I'll actually, if somebody actually sponsors an athlete of the week, I'll run their ad for free. If they do the work and get a picture, a name and an accomplishment and send that to me, do that work, I'll promote their business product or service or website. Right. So that can happen from anywhere in the country. And that reminds me uh, who's this talking head doing the NLI reports. He's, he's wonderful. He's handsome. He has a great voice. And uh, I hear he's also well hung. <laughs> yes, that would, that would be you. Yeah. That would be you. Yep. Um, and it's, and yeah, you are fantastic. And, and what the Reverend is doing is announcing uh signings of national letters of intent to play collegiate sports. And there was a, uh, there's a couple of big signing periods. One just happened in November. Another one will happen in May. Uh, but and it's, it's a lot a of positive fun. thing, right? Somebody, yeah. you know, somebody works real hard in high school and they, they go, they're very happy to get accepted into a program somewhere where they can play and perhaps earn some money to get educated along the way. And, uh, you know, just, Mike's not really a sports guy so much, but uh, I, uh, it's a good niche for him there. Yep. Uh, because it's easy enough to just give credit where credit is due and, uh, you know, read some things about the achievement and we kind of move on. We can yep. do that from any from anywhere in the state. I sent him a, whole, a yep. couple this evening, too, as a matter of fact. Okay. So we're going to invade Kentucky and North Dakota next. Okay. How about it? There are specific reasons for that, but it's not important for this. Okay. Fascinating. Yes, we are. Yes. You guys, you guys are done blowing each other. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, you're great. Oh, uh, um, what else was in the. Uh... So if you were a jerk off with a camera and a big fat beard, is there any way that you could help out with. With something on my sports reports? Wait, you read that wrong, Professor. It's a big fat jerk with a beard. Oh. <laughs> I'm not fat. 
I've been fat. I'm not fat now. Notice he did not I, dispute that he was a jerk off. <laughs> no. <laughs> Completely aware of that. Yeah, One anybody thing. can help. Anybody can help out. Um, now, Mike had went and put together some questions for this. I don't know if he... But uh, I have uh, been unable to uh, open that document. Well, that's so. okay, because uh, w- once we started out, uh, Marsh actually hammered through like four of them right in his first few sentences. Like he, it's almost like he's been interviewed before. Right. <laughs> and I, I thought and, uh, to advance you know, him the you, questions, but I didn't. And the fun part about uh, his, uh, his little broadcast is you never know when it's going to start. Uh, he just starts it whenever the hell he wants to. So you, you have to kind of subscribe and, you know, be ready at any moment. So the reason for that is because I, I really, I, I don't want it to be work either. Uh, you know, for uh, 15 years, I had a weekly deadline and, and to just pump out a half hour television show would be 40 hours worth of work. And then you had to get it there on time. If you didn't get it there on time, it was a rerun. And then it's like the last 40 hours of your life that you spent doing it were just wasted and you just and you piss everybody off who was sitting down to watch the show because they know they're on it and like some rerun is there and they're watching people they don't care about watching so uh yeah i just kind of do it when i do it uh however i am somebody is talking to me about doing a regularly scheduled live show and kind of like a to cross promote somebody here in the state uh, who has uh, a, a decent following. And I, I've also kind of taken this approach where I'm not competing with everybody. Sports is one of those things where if your child does something, scores the game winning touchdown, you will collect every article picture. Yep. Uh, you will download every video, all that stuff, all the clippings. And it could just be that one event and it could be, uh, aired and written about 20 times and you will collect them all. So I'm not taking an adversarial position with anybody in this, uh, this, the local sports broadcasting. As a matter of fact, I was at the sports writers and broadcasters meeting just the other day, reintroducing myself to some people, introducing to my, myself to some people. And, uh, I think they were kind of shocked that I actually stood up and, and invited them all to, uh, hang out with me and uh, and just talk about sports. But that has already parlayed its way into a situation where uh, I will likely do a weekly scheduled broadcast, something where they uh, market out to 150,000 people. And uh, that should drive subscribers to uh, our site also. And you'll see there, I'm on, uh, we are on YouTube. I also uh, am on Rumble uh, and uh, twitch.tv because uh, you just never know when all of a sudden somebody's going to just shut you down. So uh, some places are are uh, less strict, let's say. Yep, twitch.tv. Yeah, the doc knows that because, uh, you know, only fans because no. yeah, I'm I shut down my only fans account. People got tired of watching jerk off. 
Yeah. Nobody cared it was there. Yeah, everybody's searching on there for like 58-year-old dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I could have linked to you, you know. What's that? I said I, I could have given you like, you know, some some tips and shout outs and stuff. You guys could have done link swapping. Yeah. Sounds Much kinky. like Santa and that other dude, they can exactly. they did some swapping. <laughs> Santa's gonna bring his Yule log and come down your chimney. All right, Marshall, here's one question. You know, I don't uh it's been so long since we've had a had a guest. We used to have a thing where I would ask a series of questions. I'm not gonna do that. Um but I will ask you this. What is one question that you wish that people would ask you when you do these interviews? Say that again for me. What's a question that you wish people would ask? What's the question I wish people would ask? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, uh, I actually. I wish people would ask me how well I eat pussy. <laughs> nope, nobody wants to know that. I would, uh, Anyway, I don't know. Marshall. I mean, I've I've been interviewed a lot over the last uh, tw- twenty five years or so. Uh, I've never come out and said oh, I wish you would ask me that because uh, I interview a lot of people. So uh, if there's something I want in there, I'll work. I'll I figure out how to get it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most guys are like that. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other big news to share with us? This is really, it's a, what I really, really like your approach. That's a great idea to stay positive and to feature, uh, you know, sports and teams that wouldn't necessarily get the cover. I think that's very So here's the weird thing though. Uh, You know, as positive as you want to be, what baffles me is is something that did happen. So there was a, a kid who's, uh, from a local high school here who actually uh, is a field hockey player who scored seven goals in a game, all right? And I said, that's a lot, man. I, I, so I go to check the national records, and it actually puts her on the list nationally of for goals scored in a game. Now, it wasn't the most ever in one game, but it happened to be the most in the country in a sanctioned high school game this century. Wow. Okay? Like right in my backyard, like I passed the field that day. It was like, it's totally coincidence. I didn't know what was going on, but next day I'm like, oh my God, I passed that. So I bring the girl on to talk to her and it's a small school. The program's only been at varsity uh, schedule for like four or five years. They're very excited. They set up the, the backdrop with their school and all I talked to her. And then I get this email from a coach who happens to be in the same district. And she says to me, you know, uh, with all due respect, D-O, spelled do, D-O, and with all due respect, I would never let my kid score seven goals in a game. You interviewed this girl and I never would have let my, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, so I wrote, so here's an opportunity to get in a fight, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't take, I don't take that approach. I said, you know, that is something that has been debated at all the, at high school and college levels for decades. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see on ESPN, some college scores, you know, 150 points in a basketball game. The other team scores two and everybody's all upset 
And, you know, the other team that scores two, they try. I mean, they don't, they're, they're trying, they don't throw in the towel, but the team that's scoring all these points, they're supposed to just stop playing, I guess. Right. Uh, some sports have a mercy rule. There isn't one in field hockey. So, but I write back to her and I say, well, yeah, there's, so there's been this debate about that. I understand that. And I, I said, if you want to, you know, you're welcome to bring in any of your players to talk to me at any time that you want. Right. And she is on this mailing list where I have been requesting pictures and names of everybody in the state who has made an all conference or all state honor at the end of the year. And you know who I haven't heard from her. Yeah. Right. But take the time to criticize me. I give you an opportunity to say nice things about your kids and, and you don't do it. So who looks better in that scenario not that i'm trying to look better right i just know though that uh what do i know out of that i don't know i know she's probably watching she's probably watching all the time now waiting for me to say something about it but i'm not going to do it not for nothing but well you know what if if she's watching now you know marshall's big enough to to not tell her to go fuck herself but i'm not so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like we were saying, you, some lady. people are not happy unless they're miserable. Yep. You know, some right. people aren't happy unless they have something to moan about. Right. So and, good you know, for you. Good at the for end, you for staying positive. I think that's really awesome. At the end of the day, field hockey is actually a sport that I, I do enjoy watching <laughs> from time to time. It is a rough sport. I don't think most people realize <laughs> that field hockey is the real deal. And uh, around most of the world, outside of the U.S., it's a men's sport. And our women play it just as hard and just as mean as the men around the world. It gets I mean, really interesting when you hard. go to the college level and the and the Olympic level. It's much, you know it's all played on turf. It's much faster. Uh, like everything is, you start to get to the higher levels, of course. But it, it is pretty fascinating. A, a lot slower at the high school level. There's more restrictions as far as rules are concerned. But you know you get watch. I watched the uh, men play in the mm-hmm. Olympics last yeah. year. Pakistan and India are big for field hockey. Yeah. And it is just a brutal. whole different game, man. It really, it really is. I, I mean, I, I remember when my, my aunt played years ago, and then I, I when I was in high school, I dated a girl who played. And those girls don't mess around. And if you get sticked in the shin, you're purple for the rest of the week. Yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, they're they're out there yeah, for I, blood. I, I actually played in middle school. It's, it's rough. I mean, middle school is rough. But <laughs> field hockey <laughs> And field hockey in middle school. Now you're talking. Yeah, I'm I think still that black sport and blue. Would be much more cool if it was contact, right? Like the, the girls' high school lacrosse, they don't. Yeah, there's lacrosse. no contact. You can't hit anybody. They just run. You can run, but they run. They're the best. They're in the best shape, right? Mm-hmm. They get the ball. No one can touch them, so they just run. It's a hundred yards down the other side, and then take a shot. And then somebody picks the ball up. It's a hundred yards, and somebody's chasing them for a hundred yards. Take another shot. Uh, I think. Strangely enough, the, the girls in both field hockey and lacrosse would like a lot more physical contact, body checking, and stuff. Like yeah, that. I mean that's what makes those I think sports cross country should have have uh, physical contact too. Somebody passes you, you that, just push them into the woods. That would make yeah. that would make cross country a lot more interesting. The contact cross country, that'd be great. How about how about contact swimming? Oh yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> well, you're also, I think that's yeah. water polo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have that. Yeah. They should have wrestling. Just trying to be a part of the conversation, guys. But it, it's a good release, right? And 
I find that I've gravitated more toward the uh, the girls' sports because I like the the emotion is more genuine. I find that you when you watch the the boys' sports, it's it's there's a lot of uh, uh, it's more fake. It's forced, uh, not all the time, but the machismo involved. Everybody thinks they have to muscle up and and grunt and growl and stuff like that. You know when they win and all. Um, and when they, when the boys lose, they, they, they really, they can't, they feel like can't cry. Right. A lot of times when you watch a girl's match, that's where you really see the, the true raw emotion mm-hmm. on both sides, you know, when they're winning or they're losing. And, uh, I have found that to be uh, much more endearing over the course of the last couple of decades. Cool. Nice note. All right. So are we ready for our next break? We're about to. Uh, I, I am going to the network one more time. Uh, another BBC report. Um, yeah. And we'll let that take us right out to break. On the other side of this, we're going to come back and we're going to do a, a dueling conservative headline uh, story. Uh, Doc found a story that has dueling conservative headlines that are actually opposed to one another. And we're going to just, we're going to talk about those. And, uh, then big daddy actually sent some, some videos that aren't news reports. And we're going to look at those and we'll be back right on the other side of this. It's, uh, one six, four, six virus zero one. If you want to get in touch with us and we'll be back. This just in many spiders shed their exoskeletons occasionally. So, when you happen to come across a dead spider, there's a good chance it's just an empty shell, and there is another bigger, badder, pissed off, and alive spider nearby. Back to you in the studio, boys and girls. (laughs) He kills me. That was completely unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) He kills me. That was one that's going to come flying out of that mop on his head. (laughs) Send help.